0: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This lady we're about to bring on now from 7 News and also SCN, you can hear her. Of a morning in the breakfast show with her sports updates, mm. claiming today that she had the exclusive footage of, or seven had the exclusive footage tonight in the news of the White and Latrell wrestle. Let's bring in Michelle Bishop in New Zealand. Hello, Michelle.
1: Good evening, guys. How are we?
2: Good, thank a you big
1: for hello from Rotorua.
2: Uh, yeah, well, thank you. We'll, Actually, before we get on to what we're going to talk about with Jack Whiten and Latrell Mitchell, as soon as you got off the plane at Rotorua, Michelle, did that sulphur smell hit you in the face? Nah.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely. I didn't know. I was thinking, wow. I had a look around thinking, what is that? But I, well, I was warned that it was pretty average. Yeah. and Yeah, I can, I can vouch for that. Absolutely. When it, when it does hit you, it's sort of like, oh, wow. But it's a beautiful place, lovely scenery. Um, the locals are absolutely beautiful. And uh, the all-stars, well, they are stars here. Everyone's sort of embracing them. We had an absolutely wonderful uh, welcoming ceremony this morning that the Maoris put on for the Indigenous team. Um, and I'm sure you would have seen those uh, pictures across the TV tonight. Um Channel 7 had some really good shots. Um, and as I say, uh, well, I, I did speak to Jack and Latrell today, and, and um, Latrell said he's he's never experienced uh, a more special moment than this morning. It was great.
0: Yeah, nice. You uh, now, I heard you sprouting on SEN today that you had exclusive footage of the incident uh, on Seven News tonight. Am I correct?
1: Yeah, well, we had that um, on Sunday night. So Sunday night's been the only uh, station that's been able to obtain the uh, division, and it's obviously been played. Uh, each night since then. Um, right. And it was. It was showing, if you haven't seen it, pretty dramatic uh, scenes of several uh, police officers on top of Luttrell Mitchell um, him screaming uh, about his shoulder, saying he was in some pain. We had some of the witnesses that were standing around saying, please, can't you see you're hurting him? And um, these were randoms too. These, um, we learned later on that they, they weren't actually with Latrell on the night. They were just people who were, you know, casually enjoying their, their night at, at that Canberra nightclub at fiction. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was pretty dramatic for, for them to sort of be screaming at police to say stop.
2: Oh, you might be – I think you're a little bit confused, Michelle, because we thought you were claiming you had the – the footage and the audio of the actual fight itself, the the wrestle, we've got it here. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was handbags at ten paces. Yeah. So we trumped you for that audio. Yeah, show. cop yeah. that lady. Mm.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. It's rare that I'm beaten on an exclusive, but I'll I'll cop that one. That that's sweet. The guys, you know, I'm I mean, I get I get pretty outraged. Talk about, we throw this into the basket of, oh, the typical NRL scandal. This is not scandalous. This is a couple of guys that were out enjoying uh, someone's birthday. They obviously had a little bit too much to drink. um, And, you know, they claim it was a friendly wrestle. Um, obviously, it's, it's before the court, so the finer details. When we spoke to when I spoke to Luttrell and um, uh, Jack today, they obviously couldn't go into the finer details because it is before the courts. But mm. they were extremely remorseful. They understand the position that they have uh, in the community in the society. Even uh, Jack Whiten uh, went, went one step further, saying, "You know, this was happened to me five years ago, and I sort of thought I learned a lesson. I let the club down back then, and it's certainly not the position he wants to find himself." in right now going into the twenty twenty three season. He is a leader at the club. He sees himself as a leader and I guess um it's it's not kind of the, the thing that we see leaders do.
0: Yeah, Sats and I last night were at loggerheads on this, he's like, ah oh, it's nothing, blah blah blah. But Michelle, I want to ask you the question. When you've last gone out with your girlfriends, had a nice meal, a couple of drinks, when was the last time you wrestled someone on the ground outside the venue? This is not <laughs> normal and not accepted. Do you I want don't...
1: me to be brutally honest? Mm, <laughs> probably last
0: week. Last Saturday. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. time
1: I'm being serious about this. I'm way too classy to be wrestling out there in public. Um, Might spill my wine. Guys, I I, I still believe that if we look at this situation for what it is, um, the time of the year, it's not like there was a a rugby league match around the corner. They've been in pre-season for 15 weeks. He was turning 30. um, um, he wanted to enjoy himself. Uh, he had his best mate down from from uh, Sydney to you know celebrate. Um, perhaps you know you know after the event we all think now maybe they should have just stayed at, at the party and, and gone home. Um, but boys will be boys and i know that's not acceptable these days in the roles that they're in but sometimes i just think we all have to stop and say hey you know they're not machines they Mm -hmm. are going to make mistakes and this is not one where they were you know building a girl on, on the corner or you know shoving a bloke it was them their own egos i guess with each other um pushing each other being boys as we know them with a little bit too much to drink and the police have come along, and I guess the rest is history. Uh, if I think I heard Gordy Tallis say that this was, if this was, um, you know, Fred Bloggs and you know Joe Black, we wouldn't be hearing about this. But because it's Latrell Mitchell and Jack Whiten, it's it's all over, and it's an NRL scandal. And I just think that sometimes we have to remember they are not machines; they I'm, are human beings. I'm
2: glad no one was around, or not too many were around, in the days of Gordy. the Mad Cow. Oh. in Townsville after a Saturday night game. There was plenty of wrestles going on down the main street <laughs> after those games. Hey, now, in relation to the the All-Stars match uh, that you're over there for in, in Rotorua, Cody Walker not only playing, and this is a little bit unprecedented in the modern era, isn't it, also the assistant coach to Ronald Griffiths. So have, have you seen any of the, the sessions? Have you talked to Cody about what his role is as the assistant coach as well?
1: Yeah. Can I tell you we haven't had time to talk to Cody because he's been in and about everywhere um, playing that role perfectly and he's absolutely thriving. He's loving every minute of it. Um, I think he's at a stage in his career where, you know, he wants to give as much as he can, um, you know, involve everybody. I mean, I even saw him today because they trained for the first time this afternoon, the boys, a bit of a light session, and they sort of crossed over with the Indigenous All-Stars, the women's side, and I even saw him liaising with greg Inglis, who was involved in in the coaching on the coaching staff of the women's side um giving his little bit his, his two cents worth there as well so he's loving it he's i think he's also loving for well, not enjoying the fact that uh they're not the center of attention they've had this distraction with um with latrell and, and with jack but it was it was awesome to see them the boys come out you got to get it where it's due they didn't want this to drag on they're here for i guess the key messages the fact that they are here playing, in wearing that Indigenous jersey, they didn't want their drummers to overshadow the whole week. So the pair of them got together and decided to speak out today and say what they could. It was very limited, as you know, because it is before the courts, but you know, they, they did do their best to give some sort of explanation. Um, Cody Walker was with them. So it was, um, it was only a few of us in a room, and, um, and, and Cody sort of stood, stood beside them off-camera, um, but but obviously, just being there in support and and really showing that leadership role, he's he's been amazing. Um, he's always open for a chat, and as I say, absolutely thriving in, in that role. Uh, uh, you know, he'll he'll definitely be some sort of coach uh, after after he finishes playing.
2: Now you said the North Islanders in New Zealand, guys. Can
1: I just yeah? really briefly? So I just wanted to briefly mention um, Shaq Mitchell. I actually didn't recognise him today. Now I'm I'm not I'm not totally sure what weight he got to, um, you know we saw those pictures of him playing with the wild Roos up on the central coast, um, you know a couple of years back, but I didn't recognise him today. He's he is unbelievable. I think he's lost another six kilos in this pre-season. Wow. Um, you know he just it's just such a dramatic turnaround. I, I never imagined he, he sort of got onto the bus and I thought he's bash. I don't recognise him. And then I, I went oh. Gosh, it's Shaq, and he's really, he's full credit where it's due, he's really put in the hard yards. Um, and, you know, today, again, was, was one of the first boys out, and the last boys to leave, as well as Luttrell. Um, great vibe in the camp, great vibe in both camps. Um, I spoke with the, some of the Maori boys this morning. Corey had a bit of night They're a little bit concerned, I think, on the quiet about having such a young spine, but um, they just know that the, the forwards are going to have to lay the platform. James Fisher-Harris never says anything much at the best of times, and he lets his, um, you know, action speak on the field had a bit of a chat to him and, and he's really excited he said he's really excited to be working with the younger spine to you know teach on teach them what he can in this short period of time and there's still you know plenty of belief that they can get this job done because they've got the edge over over the uh, indigenous side mm. um i think they have played each other five times can you believe we're in the twelfth year of this? I yeah, remember. Yeah, I know. Uh, was it 2010? This was just a small idea from Jonathan Thurston and Preston Campbell, yep. and they said at the time we'd like this to grow, and it has. And it's something that's a showpiece that we all look forward to. We circle this in the February uh, as the start of the well, the unofficial start of the NRL season.
2: And this is what I love about this game, Michelle, is because it gives the opportunities. Like Shaq Mitchell, who I've got to say he's got something. If he can get really super fit, like Michelle has said, he looks like. These sort of games get to showcase some of these players we don't know a lot about, and mm. so the North North Islanders in New Zealand they've embraced the match. I'm thinking, and we've taken it back to New Zealand just to say thank you to the New Zealand public and the New Zealand Warriors as well. Crowd expectancy is it looking like it's going to be a full a full Go crowd?
1: Oh, absolutely. Can I say that? That's the other thing. There was a lot of debate at the the start of the week over whether or not Latrell and Jack deserve to be here. Um, You know, everybody had their opinion. But the fact of the matter is, I said this this morning on radio as well, that this is bigger than the individual. This is all about, um, you know, the culture here. It's about the Indigenous culture. It's about the pathways. It's about being there as an example to, you know, for for kids to look up to and, and, you know, be inspired. Uh, I mean, I watched the girls today... The boys watch the girls, and in turn, the girls watch the boys. Um, That that in itself, I I haven't seen this before in rugby league. It's really... We are seeing a change in the game where there's just a, a respect... Like we've never seen before. Um, this morning, uh, Corey Hadawira and I mentioned in particular the Maori culture and the respect that they have for women. That was that was at the forefront uh, of every conversation that that they had this morning um, after this welcoming ceremony, uh, and it was recognizing uh, something that the cameras didn't capture was yesterday when the, the uh, All Stars arrived the male team actually helped the female team get their bags off the bus. And, you know, they didn't do it for cameras. They didn't do it for attention. It was just a natural thing for them to do. And, it, gee, it was nice to watch because we, you know, rugby league and rugby league players were get flogged for the most minute things that you expect, you know, people would do. Um, they were just going about their business yesterday and it all unfolded really naturally and it was really good to sit and watch. Um, sometimes I feel very privileged in the position I'm in uh, with my job and I just wish people could see some of them are, are through my eyes um, a, a lot more often.
0: Yeah, nice. Well said. Hey, before we let you go, Michelle, do we any idea who's going to lead the war cry for the Indigenous All Stars?
1: No, I mean, you would imagine that it, it would be Luttrell, but given this situation, I'm a little bit unsure. Um, actually, Luttrell was asked about captaincy today. Um, he was a little bit, um, I, I guess, coy, a bit shy, didn't sort of want to go there. Uh, naturally, he'd love to stick his hand up. It'd be a great honour for him, but I can only imagine the obvious person for the captaincy would, you know, maybe be uh, Cody Walker. Um and then, you know, from there maybe I oh, look I don't know. My guess is as good as yours, but um whatever whoever does it, it'll be a very special occasion. Um, seeing the Maori All Stars up against um the indigenous boys and the men and the women's. I mean that's I was yeah. watching those girls train today and they, they never I never I can never get used to watching how committed they are and and how much they put their bodies on the line it's 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 something else and gee we've got a a bright future in this code to look forward to on both parts
2: always well informed michelle thanks for your time and um while you're in new zealand there's a beer over there called spates drink spates lose your mates okay (laughs) right just be careful (laughs) of the spates
1: we expect to see you wrestling outside outside a a pub little red wine before i go to bed
2: i want you wrestling emma lawrence from channel nine there you go
0: there you go never Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, look,
1: I'm actually only here with Zach Bailey from Channel 9. Oh, you've got, got him. You'll
2: he, take I, him I, I easy. I've got he'll him and his it. eyebrows
1: yeah, covered. I've got him easily. Yeah.
0: If I was Zach, I was I'd trying be trying scared. to stay
1: humble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Michelle Bishop from Channel 7 and also SCN. Hey, thanks for your time <laughs> tonight, God. mate. See ya. Bye. See ya,
1: Bish.
2: Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6pm or 5pm Queensland time.